Welcome back to Mocraft Podcast. I'm your host, Golden, and today we have a very special cast. All of the uh, top guilds, raid leaders, or at least top raiders here. Again, back, Just Wait for Method. How are you doing, Just Wait? Uh, I'm, st- I'm still doing great. All the way from Euroland again. Yeah, Euroland. <laughs> Where Euroland. Everything's backwards, that's why I like to say. Everything's backwards. <laughs> and then from the, the number one runner-up guild. Sorry, Rig, I had to say it. Number, number one <laughs> <Yeah>. runner-up guild. <laughs> Blood yeah. Legion, Rigoros. How are you doing today, Rigoros? I'm pretty good, man. Just, uh, you know, enjoying the farm time. A lot of time off and mm-hmm. ready for the beta to pick up. Yeah, I know. Last time we had you on, it was just fresh out of the, you know, the race. So you're basically just got your feet kicked up, and now you're able to, you know, do all that kind of farm up alts, get them all kind of geared up, and kind of experience the content of this expansion a little more, like in depth. At least not towards the end of it, like timeless island things like that. So uh, glad to have you on. And then also we have a very special guest as well, first time on the show, Pattison from EU's Ascendance. How are you doing, uh, Pattison? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, so let's just go ahead and dive right into it, dive into the show, because we have a lot to discuss. A uh, f- few topics, but I know you guys are going to have a lot of uh, information to bring out to all the fellow monks out there, especially ones that are in a you know progression guild, maybe not you know the top like you guys are pushing for that number one tag, but you know someone like myself who's more of like the you know mid-20s, 30s, and then maybe even the people that are just starting Heroics right now. There are a few guilds out there doing that. So BlizzCon, I know Just Wait and Rignoros, you were both there. What were your thoughts on how the BlizzCon presentation was this year? Well, you, you, you can start, Rick, if you All right, I'll... I'll, oh, yeah. I'll well, it, was, it was great, actually. I mean, it was my first BlizzCon attending, and, well, the opening ceremony was just amazing. The feeling there, sitting there, and all the way in the back, actually, because we didn't get seats in the front or anything. But it was a great feeling there, being there, that's for sure. And I'd love to go back next year. Yeah, I mean, it was it, it, just talking to people that were there, you know, a few friends, uh, uh, you know, that were actually attended it. And it's one of those things, like, I wish I had, you know, the financial commitments myself to be able to attend. And I definitely will make it next year if it's uh, if there is one next year. You never know how things kind of play out with the, the tier and whatnot. Like, if you're trying to push that last boss, by the time BlizzCon rolls around, it, it's kind of one of those terrible things to happen. Uh, Rignoros, what about you? Like, what was your thoughts on BlizzCon? Like, did you have, like, a lot of fan fanboys and fangirls coming up and... And they're trying to get your autograph and pictures. I know you guys were set, like giving out lanyards and things like that to Blood Legion fans. Yeah, uh, it was it was quite a bit of fun, man. Like to be honest, it's uh, it's like one of those things. As weird as it is, it seems more fun each time that you go. I don't know if that's just because you know the the guild's been getting more popular on a steady basis, and you know there's more people to you know talk to every time, or or what is it really? But like this year in specific was a ton of fun. Get to you know get to meet the method guys for the first time. Uh, me and Just Wade actually went and watched some StarCraft uh, after the uh, live raid and stuff, so it was pretty cool. Um, I don't know. It's just uh, definitely looking forward to next year, and hopefully they'll let us do the live raid so we can have a you know a proper showdown. <laughs> well, I mean, but then I have to say, though, you never know. Maybe, uh, you know, it won't be the one two there because of, you know, the whole Mythic uh, getting released as well. But, uh, you know, maybe Ascension will be... The number one or number two, right, Patterson? Is that what you're kind of shooting for? Nah, when at the end of the day, we're never going to challenge these guys. I'll uh, put my hand up and say that we don't rate the hours these guys do. Isn't ever going to be that way, sadly. Hopefully, there's going to be guilds that will step up, though. 
I really hope well, so. At least, yeah. at least, at least this guy's you know telling it like it is, and he's not making you know the you know we're gonna go hardcore, but we're not gonna raid hardcore hours like you know the in between commitment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have people with jobs. It can't be raiding days. Well, well, whoa, 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 we got jobs too. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it, <laughs> I mean it's, it's always gonna to be that one thing, but you know, for being a like say not not like you said in between guild, so a guild that's maybe can't put in the um, you know extra hours during progress or anything like that, like to stick to a strict raid schedule of a you know maybe a five day a week, six day seven you know whatever or four day or three days like there's some guilds out there that do that um you know it seems like a uh, ascendance is doing very well uh yeah we just aim to uh be the best nighttime raiding guild i mean at the moment it's between us and Scrubbusters, really so that's our aim at the moment well i guess you know kill bosses oh midwinter day raid though i'm pretty sure okay yeah they were yeah I don't. Uh, I don't even really. There needs to be some type of website that tracks. There needs to be somebody that that's their job is to track how many hours guilds raid during progression, because everybody throws out all these like, no you know, we only raid five nights a week for four hours a night, but then you see them in there like, you know, every night of the week for like twelve plus hours. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people just throw around like arbitrary numbers. I'm not saying that's you know. Anybody here? I'm just saying, like it's it's frustrating to not be able to like track stuff like that more accurately. Yeah, I mean, the only way is uh, looking on wild progress and looking at kill times. But most guilds mm-hmm. raid very early on the first day, anyway. Yeah, like they just take a one-off day and get it all cleared out. Yeah, so it's really. I mean, hard the first day is the best day for sure. Yeah. Like everyone, uh, everyone always wants to see the content. It doesn't matter what kind of guild you are. Like the servers are packed, the queues are freaking full. Wait an hour if you're too late. The first day is just when you trim through the fat, man. Usually the second day is when it starts to get real. The, the longer the tier, the more the more the, ma- the, the boys are going to separate them from, themselves from the men. Yep. yep, yep. Get away around, actually, I think. But, yeah. I know what you meant, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, except for on Illidan, right, Regnaros? I mean, I think we still had like a 1,000 Q this week. Uh, for oh, yeah. for our server, so it's kind of one of those things where we'll see like a two thousand person queue on that first uh, <laughs> release date. Yeah, that's why you just you get on early and just don't log off, man. Mm-hmm. So then I guess then uh, going into it, going into Warlord of Drano, uh, Dranor, Warlord of Dranor, uh, kind of get your reaction on it. I will start with you, Patterson. Uh, what are your thoughts on just the actual content like not necessarily maybe the not necessarily the raids but more of just the actual expansion in general about maybe lore storyline or anything like that you just kind of want to touch on just your reaction to it all well considering i didn't play in tbc i'm pretty happy that we're going back to Draenor and gonna get to see some of that stuff over again considering i never really experienced that stuff so i mean story-wise yeah i'm pretty hyped for it um and then obviously the features and stuff look pretty good um, no new class and no new race was a bit of a downside, but you can't have everything. Yeah, I'd rather they just got stuff out quickly rather than uh, bulking it up with too much stuff. That's the main thing for me. And then Rignos, your your thoughts on it? Are you kind of um, similar as well? Like, no, I mean like, changes, yeah, like I, I, to be honest with you, uh, kind of how it went for me. Like, uh, I just everything about it. Now that you, now it's kind of like you know been unfolding a little bit. Like I was kind of like indifferent 
when I first saw the initial trailer at BlizzCon, I guess because I wanted to see like you know them say right off the bat like what type of you know villains and stuff like that we were going to be fighting. Because for me, you know, TBC was probably my favorite X pack, and then probably Wrath of the Lich King just because of the, from a lore perspective. Uh, so I think that uh, you know they're getting back to. I don't know, more of the roots, more so than like Kata and Mop were uh, the past like two X-Packs. So I'm pretty excited about that. I liked, uh, I really did enjoy TBC and uh, I think it's going to be really cool to go back there. Uh, the changes are all, I mean, we'll talk about it later, but the Mythic uh, rating format is easily probably the best change that this game has ever had, in my opinion. Like, no question. It's a... Uh, it's going to be something that's going to put, you know, all the. I mean, well, yeah, we'll talk about that more whenever you get into that. But uh, yeah. that's that's one of my favorite parts about uh, the X pack. And then I think it's actually a good thing that they didn't add a new class, just because I feel like whenever they do something like that, it takes away a lot of man hours and just uh, you know focus on the other stuff. I would rather them have what they do currently have more balanced than to take away from some of the balancing of the current classes just to try and fit in, you know, a, a new one. So I think that's pretty cool. They may have been cool to have a new race just because, that, you know, that's not really a balance issue. It's just, you know, but, you know, it's uh, overall I'm very excited for real. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good point about the, the classes, about having a balancing issue because, you, you know, you want to have new classes just because it's like, ooh, this is a cool thing to play or maybe a good, like a, a good tool to utilize in a raid atmosphere. You know, or maybe even like you know, have some raiders main swap that might not be enjoying like a, a class or something, and another one might offer a, a better benefit. Um, just uh, wait. What is what is your reaction on uh, Warlords of Draenor, like as an expansion in general, like the the hierarchy, like the lore and all that stuff? Um, the lore and all that stuff, to be honest, I actually stopped caring a bit, like recently, like a year ago or something, about <laughs> those kind of things. I'm, I'm serious. I used to really love it and everything, but nowadays. I just feel like the race and the rating is the thing that's what I want to do. And that's that's the only thing I really looked at this at BlizzCon mostly. So, so then like you know, you know nothing like the garrisons or any like that side stuff that you can do in your downtime. No, if, been... if if I want to do that I can go to Facebook and play some <laughs> farm fill or something. It's not my thing. I just want to beat so the boss as soon as they come and yeah. So you basically compete with other people. Yeah, you're. We're waiting for the announcement of like when they said the two new raids, and you know, in the beginning, and you were like foaming at the mouth when they started saying that stuff and started talking about like all the uh, the uh, chieftains, the uh, Draenor chieftains, would be able to go after. Well, basically, what I care about now is the the date when it gets released, and then how long do we have to how how long do we have to level right after that? Like, if the raids are going to be mm -hmm. delayed, and then how how are they going to like release the bosses or the instances for us? That's that's what I'm looking forward to right now. I think they Everything said they were going to follow the uh, the format, right, for the yeah, yeah, current mod? Yeah, yeah. Pendary format, they, they did say that a bunch of times. Um, they really liked it being staggered between the two instances at the beginning, like the, or actually the three. But, I mean, they really liked it to where guilds could, you know, at least it, catch up, but not necessarily that, but it's more of the people that are not pro as fast as progressing, that they can get through the content in a general good amount of time for the next content to come out. So something more similar to that in the beginning. How long it's it's going to be pushed back, you know, we don't, we're not sure yet. Um, there is some, you know, they did mention a little bit. I remember watching some of the panels about, like, uh, it's going to be a similar amount of time between mop leveling and um, uh, uh, Warlords of Draenor leveling. It's going to be about the same time, maybe even a little faster for the 10 levels. So I, I only... 
Yeah, they said it might even be faster. I mean, because, you know, you'll have the heirloom weapons. I mean, unless, <laughs> unless you're unlucky, don't get them to drop. But you'll have, like, an heirloom weapon, hopefully, by that. And then that should help boost you through the instance. And they're also having, having a, a, a lot of, uh, like, dungeon crawl you know, type, you could probably go that route as well. It seems like that they want to open up the XP chain and other than just like, you know, a straight line to, to the end. Cause that's what some people, they understand some people want to do that. Like, you know, most of us here probably want to do that. Maybe we'll like level an alt or something like that. If we want to experience the storyline or anything like that. But for most of the, they want to make it a path to the end of part, like accessible to a lot of Raiders. So, um, at least that's what I got from listening not only to some of the panels, but they also the stuff you guys probably weren't able to listen to. Maybe Patterson was able to is they did do some interviews with like Ch uh, Tom Chilton afterwards when he was, uh, you know, on the stage away from where you guys were. So you weren't able actually to maybe hear something like that. You're probably like the, the Starcraft yeah. 2 stuff. So it, it, it's yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you guys. I'm, I'm really pumped about it. And so then we'll go into more of a monk thing. And so go back to, to monks uh, outside of that. The level 100 talents. I know, uh, just wait. You just got another refresh from. I know uh, you probably experienced it there at the actual, uh, you know, gaming center and BlizzCon when they had the uh, the the actual like, I guess it would be alpha partial beta up for the starting yeah, yeah. zones. Um, what we were your check yeah? What was your thoughts, just yeah. wait, on the on the talent so far? Like for uh, for uh, I guess for yourself, it would be for a uh, Windwalker. Well, I'll start with from left to right. Like the first one, basically for me, it's a windwalker. I was like, yeah, killing spree. That that's gonna suck. That's my first thought because killing spree sucks for the rogue. Like every time they use it, they just whine about dying or whatever they have. And then you have chi explosion, which is really gonna going to be interesting. I think. I hope they can balance that out really nicely. And I actually hope that's how we're gonna end up having to use it, and like manage our chi even more than we are now. And then there is the last one, which is just the a cooldown. So yeah, that's not really that special. I really hope Chi Explosion is what's going to be the, the what we're going to use for that new, the new talents. That's, look, that's the only one that really looks interesting to me right now. All yeah, the others feel the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I mean it's, it's, it seems like that might be it. Like, you know, all of them I think are going to be interesting. I mean, like you said, the first one being Killing Spree, I could easily see that though being utilized as like a get-out-of-jail-free mechanic thing, like where you can basically yeah, pop well, it. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't damage. have to be exactly like like killing spree, you know, they could like save yeah. your location where you are now. Have you jump around and you end back up from the location where you started from? Which basically, I mean, you know, you, so th like there's an animation that you kick around, but you're just standing there immune for three seconds, for example. Mm -hmm. So you could use it for other advantages, like being immune, obviously. And then, uh, yeah, Patterson as well. Do you do you kind of seem feel the same way with the talents uh, as far as Windwalker is concerned? Uh, yeah, I think. For me, we'll be mainly using Serene Mists because Chi Explosion just seems like, for example, the two-part, like, are we going to keep that up as a dot, a six-second dot? Are we going to have to keep that up and then, you know, blackout kick, blackout kick, then do that one? Um, and then there's also the four-part, which is the AOE part, which is kind of interesting, which makes things maybe it's good for AOE. Um, yeah, I can't see it being that strong because... If they make it so strong that you don't no longer use blackout kick, then that's kind of taken away, you know, a vital part of the spec. I feel. Mm -hmm. um, and then vital connections, I just kind of feel that you'll use that when you need an immunity, unless the damage, because it's kind of hard to look at the damage numbers, because you don't really know how much is how much is 14k damage. Is that a lot? Is that very little? Mm -hmm. So we'll have to wait and see with that one. But yeah, while you're immune to all damage and effects. 
I mean, I did not together with the fuse magic and uh, Zemmet. I mean, phew, I mean, we can basically survive anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it seems uh, like vital connections could be the cheat torpedo for DPS spec. It could it just feels be the one like, you, yeah. you don't really take it at all. Yeah, I think stream miss is kind of cool, like giving us a DPS, but. I think I said this to someone before, but I'd rather see Serene Miss as just a Windwalker cooldown and they take it away from the Talents. Because that kind of looks like a good cooldown that I think we kind of need as a class, really. Mm -hmm. Like having no you know, cooldowns, really, outside of, you know, Rising Sun Kick and stuff like that. But nope. I, think I wouldn't cool disregard Fatal Connections this fast. The whole fact that you're immune for three seconds is going to be big on a 45 second cooldown. It's like Cloak of Shadows for us. If you see that, if you can see, like, look at it that way, it's not just mm -hmm. killing spree. Yeah, but if there's no mechanic which we need to use it on, then you won't use it. Oh yeah, of course. But there, there's there is going to be mechanics where we can use it on. Yeah, that's quite a sure. few. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but if you have the fuse magic, then generally that's enough with them med as well. So you'll probably be yeah. taking it. We still, yeah, that's true. We have a lot of other cooldowns and tools we have we can use. Yeah, it's really well, you might just be... end up doing ridiculous damage and you might just take it over anything anyway. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it does do 14,000 <laughs> 14, damage. And this is the PTR squish number, so I'm not sure how yeah. much DPS that would actually... You know, it's so different. Oh, yeah, you, if you shouldn't like... look at numbers anyways, because that's that's yeah. the whole balance of the thing. They're going to change that a lot in the coming, mm -hmm. in the beta and whatnot afterwards, so... But the Chi Explosion one looks kind of cool, because it looks like we can go really high haste with that, if they keep it that way. Because, mm -hmm. you know, getting up to 4 chi is pretty hard work. So you're going to go with really high haste, I think, with that one. If, yeah, if, if you, look you use the AOE component of it. I think chi explosion is meant to actually replace blackout kick, sort of. Correct. But you still want to use blackout kick, considering, like, if you have 4 chi and you don't want to hit chi explosion because you'll waste 4 chi and uh, it's yeah, only single good. target. Yeah. It's interesting how there's no 5 chi part of it. Yeah, because that doesn't well, really work yeah. essential. Well, that, they, yeah. yeah, I mean, and the, but it also it costs one chi to cast, so it's probably what it could also do is maybe that if you have the four chi, that actually only triggers the three chi part of it. So you have to have five chi. They maybe they can throw that in there as well. You, know, you never uh, know. You never know how it is. It with looks like such that. a com yeah confused. There's no cooldown on it either. Mm -hmm. well, yeah, that's why I say that's why I think it's it's supposed to replace blackout kick. Like if you press it. With one chi, it's only going to do the initial damage, but not the dot. If you press it with two chi, you'll get both initial damage and the dot that Blackout Kick is supposed to do. Yeah. And if you press it with three, you just get the extra Tiger Brew on top of what it already does. So. So it's like if you have three chi and you can't and you can't really press just anything but Blackout Kick, you'd want to do that because you're guaranteed a generation of Tiger Eye Brew plus a possibly a second another generation by just having that one chi being consumed. So you can actually technically possibly get two Tiger Eye Brews there. As well as get the dot, which is like, yeah, it seems like maybe, maybe you never know with another patch. Re you know, once beta gets out there and we're able to get our, you know, eyes on it, maybe this will, it'll say, replaces blackout kick. You know, if you look at the brewmaster, it has shuffle, so yeah, but, it might end up doing that. It might end up just replacing blackout kick altogether, and then they just the, didn't the way put it, it works in there, now, right? though, it, it can't replace it altogether because that means if you have four chi, you don't want to press it because you'll waste. Two chi, pretty much, or one chi at least, because yeah. it's gonna hit all enemies within eight yards. Which you don't—that's not what you want. You want it for single target, so you want to hit blackout kick first, and then press it, because then you'll have two chi, which is, so you don't lose much chi. Well, much. You, you'll still use the four chi part on AOE, obviously. 
Which is well, like, yeah, I'm just saying guess. that it can't, it cannot replace blackout cake because you're yeah, going to still want to have blackout cake for certain situations. And I mean, as yeah. far as like how it lines up for Brewmaster, like I don't, I mean, you guys are talking about the one longer portion, but like, um, just, I don't know. I think it's, it's a pretty, pretty. I mean, I'm just mean overall the 100 uh, tier talents. Like it's just my monk. I mean, I found like you know playing between all the different tank classes. Like the monk has got one of the more polished uh, talent trees in my opinion, and that. That just kind of like reinforces my stance on it, just because like there's situations where I could see every one of these being pretty viable. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. for tanking, like uh, it's kind of misworded on the Wildhead where it says like you are not able to shrug off even spells, but I'm pretty sure that's yeah. supposed to say you are <laughs> now able. So like uh, that's supposed to give you more. You know, if it's a heavy spell damage fight or something like that, you would want to take that. And it's just a passive, you know, spell damage mitigation. Whereas like a uh, chi explosion, that's just gonna you know give you like what you guys were just talking about. Same thing for Windwalker is Brewmaster, but then like say the Serene Mist, if you needed something like a perfect example would be um, what's the Siege Crafter on the ad whenever yeah. it's you're you getting death from above. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you just you pop that on a 90 second cooldown and you can just you know blackout kick, blackout kick, black you know for 10 seconds you just spam blackout kick. So yeah. I mean like uh, you know the, just. It's every one of these could be very useful, so it's just going to be well, depending on the fight. But I mean, I like Just Wait said, what's that? Go ahead. I think Chi Explosion is the worst for Brewmaster for sure because I mean, why wouldn't you take Chi Serenity and have more like Chi available to you? I mean, what's what's yeah. Chi? What what brings Chi Explosion which you don't already have? I think well, the, I mean, that's the thing. Like, uh, maybe it's going to be hitting a lot harder or something. But like you said, like all those numbers and. Pretty much the talents are probably going to change a few times over, so everything we're doing now is just speculation. But like, um, you know, it's like why use chi explosion over breath of fire? You know, the four plus chi is just giving you AOE, but you already have like ridiculous AOE on a brewmaster as it is. So, I mean, unless it hits even way harder than breath of fire, there's no point of you know worrying about added AOE. Chi explosion for a brewmaster is only it's it's going to save you global cooldowns pretty much. Yeah, like you can do all of those things with. With different global cooldowns, and you still have the same chi spendage, pretty much. It might yeah. be pretty good damage, though. Like a one chi for that amount of damage, it might be really. Yeah, but nice as a tank, you, you know, that's usually not. I mean, if you need to survive or some fight, and you need a cooldown. You're better off having serene mists or fight connections for the spell it, damage. It also which is, yeah, I mean, like serene mists, it's got a defensive like uh, you know mechanic to it too. Like uh, because yes. let's say you just wanted to you know you needed to get your sh- I could think you know like paragons. I don't know, like depending on how you tank it. Like I don't know whenever I'm kiting the uh, the what's the guy that shoots the sonic pulses at you or whatever. Yeah, and the like, tick. Yeah, yeah. So like, there was times on that fight where I felt it was very difficult to like have a super high shuffle up time. So like, you know, whenever the um, the locust guy would come in range, I could see myself yeah. popping something like that. You know, like just spamming blackout kick to build my shuffle back up, and then you know, it just I mean, it's 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 not just an offensive ability. You also have to play into account what other abilities are gonna. They may even remove. They may re- you know reduce some of the abilities like. They also could nerf other abilities too. Like I could easily see with Chi Explosion being here that they could just take down Cake Smash damage. Like Cake Smash damage might not be like a really good damage. It might like you know nerf it down a little bit right. because they expect you to, for an AOE fight to go Rushing Jade Wind plus uh, Chi, uh, Chi, Chi Explosion. explosion. Yeah. And then then also the one that you have to under uh, here is like you uh, you mentioned is or well, actually was someone mentioned was the um, 
uh, it also like does all the abilities, so basically frees up how many buttons you have to press. It also uh, purifies your stagger damage and gives you shuffle. So it's basically yeah. purify plus blackout kick if you have uh, three plus chi. So something like that is you know, and, and I agree with uh, you know all of you guys. I, I think you know looking at their classes. I think the monks they they did these first, or maybe even these were ones that are on the table for level ninety talents. I could even think these were ones they were considering for level ninety, but they ended up thinking, well, no, let's just you know put them off to a side that's a little too too big for right now. We we like these other ones better. So um, it definitely looks like our our talents are definitely going to be the you know the ones. I mean, I, talking to my fellow guildies too, and other other people out there, uh, they're like very jealous of of our uh, talents because they look so good because you can go with. You know, depending on the fight, except for unfortunately, it looks like uh, the one that's kind of uh, not really too well is the uh, Mistweaver Vital Connections, where you just you oh, know, and no one, no one uses, no one uses those, man. Yeah, no one needs. <laughs> what's what's a Mistweaver? That actually, that actually might be a good healing cooldown. That, that healing squares blow them well, all yeah, up. It depends at the same on time. what they do, because there's a lot of discussion right now about the mastery, and and they may even change. I mean, that's one thing too is like they're they're probably right now starting to do the balancing stuff a little more in the PTR or in the beta. And you never know. I mean, these these talents could completely change just based on what they cha do with the classes. Like, you know, I don't want to say it out there, but I've been saying it that <laughs> maybe they'll change Windwalker Mastery again. So, you know, these talents will be completely different than what we're used to right now. It might be completely different. Um, it also be, looks uh, like... Would based it be on, a new tier if they didn't change our talent, uh, mm -hmm. Mastery around, would it? <laughs> but it also depends, too, like, based on some Twitter stuff that's been going on just recently um, from Celestialon... Um, that they're saying that they're going to try to boost up Fist of Fury damage even more to make it so that it's the the go-to spell because you know some people can do that high haste build which basically means that you're going to go to low haste probably higher mastery as a result so you know some of these talents might not even be worth it at all like Serene Mist then would be the only talent like you said Patterson to use because of that. Yeah, I still think they need to put that, just bake that into mm -hmm. the class as a whole. Like, I think yeah. Brewmaster. I, mean, I think for all of them, yeah. I mean, I could see all that. of these right here being baked in talents and be good yeah. for the monk. Because, like, you, you know, look at Soothing Tendrils. It's basically Chain Heal. It's, I mean, it's identical to Chain Heal. Um, you know, it only does it bounce to everybody, but it's two targets. I think this is the original Chain Heal back in Vanilla, if I remember correctly. I'm not positive on that, but it seems like it was only two targets after that, after the initial one. So. I mean, I could easily see yeah, Serene Mist being a, a baked-in talent, and I think that would make the class a lot a lot better there. And then I know we mentioned this last time, you're on Rignoros, but maybe they can put that Serene Mist, replace it with, like, Class Totem or something like that. And we, like, you yeah. know, Windwalker Totem or Brewmaster. I mean, there is a statue right now, but maybe instead of having that really bad glyph that makes it just taunt one mob at it, you can basically, you know, maybe it'll reduce the raid by a certain percentage, like Avert Harm, without the, you know, the, the drawback on the on the tank. Or, yeah, I know, think more of like the Stormlash-esque type of ability yeah. would fit the whole, you know, Windwalker theme a little better. I'm, like you were mentioning, I'm, like just give them like an offensive, like either Crit Banner, Stormlash, some hybrid ability similar to both or just some offensive cooldown, just something. Yeah, or even yeah, like, the, a, the, like a like a, infused with Brew or something where like, you know, for today everybody gets like a, either percentage bonus or they're able to get bonus damage and healing. And the sort of healers will get a benefit out of it as well. So you need they to experimented a lot in Mist of Pandaria Beta, from what I remember. Like they had the, yeah. the heroism style mastery buff that we that they that they could have got given us, and they had the the White Tiger statue, which if you clicked it, you got like a power infusion buff. And they ex experimented with it, but unfortunately, nothing nothing went live. Yeah. I think yeah, they I definitely think, need yeah. to do something like that though, because it's just. I mean, I know that they're good damage, but it's like if 
you know, during like we talked about on the last time I was on the show, it's just if it's equal or even slightly, like I mean, it's it's got to be a pretty decent amount ahead of like a rogue or you oh, know right. even like a feral druid or something like that, just because like the feral is going to have a trank, he's going to have stampeding roar, the, the rogue is going to have a smoke bomb. I mean, just you have all these different things, and it's like, what does the monk bring? You know, nothing. Yeah. Like or battle res two for the for the yeah. uh, for the druid. I mean, those things have to be utilized as well. Yeah, I think we need, something. we need something to be added in there. Hopefully, we'll just get so, a bit left behind. Hopefully, yeah. they actually listen. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I think they do too. I mean, just listening to, I mean, and I want to actually go on to this as well to the next topic just a little bit before we get into the whole mythic uh, item. But uh, um, it seems like that, you know, with the whole rush to getting cooldowns, do you think, based on maybe people you've talked to within Blizzard while you're at BlizzCon, uh, just wait, Rignos, or. Maybe Patterson, if you know anybody that might be on the EU side or anything like that, has there been any like talk or rumor or anything that you've heard about? Maybe possibly them removing removing cooldowns from the classes, like some of the sadly, cooldowns just removing them. Sadly, I haven't heard anything about it. I mean, I wish I would have heard like either a yes or a no. I mean, but I haven't heard anything at all, so I have no idea. I don't know if you yeah. have heard anything, Rick. No, I mean pretty much same as you. But I do know that like it was kind of ties into the mythic thing again. I mean, like it's just. Especially when you're trimming down the roster, it's like yeah. it's even more critical to make sure that those raid slots are filled with people that bring utility, as opposed to someone that brings nothing. I mean, you know what I mean? Like for a monk to have a raid slot when you're even trimming down the roster by you know taking an additional five spots out of a 25-man uh, raid team. I mean, it's the amount of extra damage a monk would have to be doing to be in over someone with utility would just be you know. And it's not like it's not like a hunter, you know what I mean? Where it's like you yeah. have the hunter in there just because he's soaking male gear because you it would rot if he wasn't there. Like the monk is on leather gear, which multiple other classes are going to be using. So it's like, even you couldn't even justify it by saying, okay, the monk's in there to get gear that would be rotting. You know, I mean, it's just yeah. even more yeah. so in the new expansion as well. Now that we're going to yeah. be sharing gear with every level. Yeah. Is. No, no, yeah, no, that's male, you Go ahead. Male users are still going to be the guys gearing up the fastest, yeah. for sure. I mean, for sure, man. It doesn't yeah. change. It's still hunters. You're never, you're never going to get they're rid of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh hunters God. and then, like, resto shaman, you know, are they're, they're just going like to get you faster. Instead yeah. of, they're going to get you faster than the before now because all that elemental shaman that was useless before can go to the whatever is left. Yeah. Yeah, I feel sorry shaman. for healers. That's all I'll say. I feel really sorry for the healers. Healers never get gear anyway, so they're not, yeah, nothing's they're changing for them. Now. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, you can't get, get less than zero, so yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I'm playing into that as well. We'll kind of trim around the area about, you know, around Mythic, uh, just being going into the announcement of the actual, like, gearing options that they're going into. Now, with the ability to have all armor options swap between classes, do you think hybrids are going to be... Are you going to want to bring hybrids to your guys' raids as a result of this? Because... You know, you have like a player, like say it's like, you know, we're talking about monks, so, you know, a monk could go tank or, or healing and DPS. Do you think that a class like that or a paladin, do you think those will be a higher on some guild priority list as a result? I think, I think it ultimately comes down hurt. to a... Or go ahead, man. Yeah, go ahead, I think mean, it's a Windwalker at least, because at the moment that's one reason why you bring a Windwalker, is they can easily switch to a Brewmaster. There's yeah, no gearing difference really, is it? Like, I mean, you don't need mastery at the end of the day, like... You want some mastery, but you're not going to be needing that, especially as a third tank. Whereas, That's the reason like, I am actually the third tank in Method yeah. as well. I mean, yeah, I just gear up for DPS well, yeah. and all this tank whenever I want, and I, I don't mind doing it. I'm good at it, so it's fine. You, you go for crew and haste, and you'll be fine in both specs. Like, it's perfect. But now, you know, with the way it's changed, you know, you, warriors can actually, you know, bother with the 
proper gear in now. It, I think yeah. it's actually hurt Windwalkers a little bit, that has. I think that decision, though, is ultimately just going to come down. So I was going to say, it's just like that is just going to come down to the player. Like, you know, you're getting, like, as far as the, the importance or, you know, the value of a hybrid, like, I mean, yeah, Druid can do whatever role he wants, but if he's not able to, you know what I mean? That would be like, uh, you know, expecting any Moonkin in our guild to be able to just spec resto and make it happen. I mean, like, when you're playing on, you know, super. Uh, high-end rating i mean that person's still going to have to have the skill level of that spec now will it probably put a higher demand on them to you know start learning stuff like that if they're not currently used to it yes but yeah i mean i think it's still going to come down to you know if the player can you know make it happen on a you know top tier yeah but it, performance it, it basically basis. means that i'd have to basically you know i have to compare myself to the warriors and the druids and the red paladins who do the same thing I think Red are the same boat anyway, really, aren't they? I mean, Mastery Haste is pretty much the same thing for both specs again. So I think it's hurt both of us. I think it's definitely a big game for Warriors. really is. This is what I think it is. In terms of melee, at least, and tanking. Yeah, and then going into that, as like you mentioned, with the, the stats, how each class kind of pertains to different stats, I mean... Uh, based on what I've been seeing is that they're trying to make it so that the secondary stats are just like bonus like they're really like you want to like obviously you know BIS list items and you want to be able to min max and all that kind of stuff as much as possible but as far as the non tertiary stats so they're just the plain secondary ones like haste mastery crit it looks like that uh, with the removal of, of expertise and hit that those are going to be just very small on the list and it's going to be like you know kind of like vanilla in a way where just an upgraded item is going to be better than anything you have, so you don't want to keep that older piece. Is that what you guys are kind of seeing as well? Yeah, I think at the moment it's kind of like you need that, you know, the hit and expertise, you need a certain amount, and now it's just like, yeah, just give me whatever loot you're going to give me. I mean, as a Windwalker, at least, like, you kind of want to stay away from mastery, but you don't care that much. But with the reforging gun, then maybe you do care a little bit more um, than you did before. I think the reforging changes... People are going to realize pretty quickly how big of a change that is and how much it's going to affect your stats because, you you know, you can't take away that 5k mastery that you have or whatever. I think that's a yeah. pretty big change that... Like, I see why they've done it. I agree with them. Um, but I think people are going to get shocked by how much of the stats they don't want that they currently will get. Well, I mean, they're also uh, changing haste as well, where haste for a lot of P classes is just going to be make you attack faster not necessarily yeah. maybe possibly regen energy or anything like that. Like, it seems like that's what they're going with. I mean, obviously I haven't seen what it looks like on a monk on, on the actual thing. And, and just wait, I'll ask you that if you notice any difference when you're on the, the actual uh, beta there. Um, but it seems like that that's where they're kind of going to, where it's a stat, static gain. That way, a better player will always play better than someone maybe that just has better gear. I guess is the, the way to think about it. Like, I mean, obviously gear is going to be a, a proponent factor, but a good, a good player on the same character but if it's a great player they'll play even better because they'll be able to ma maximize everything within the you know the same tools i guess you could say i think we're, i think we're forgetting about something though here which is there's actually new secondary stats that are going to show up which yeah, might actually be stat. quite big yeah i don't know second new secondary stats well i thought like they called them tertiary that well I mean no there are uh, that's the, even more different stats like the, there's, there's readiness amplify and multi-strike those are tertiary, I thought. Oh, no, no. They're, they're actually 
new se- secondary sets. Which oh, so may they, they changed it because I, I thought they announced it originally. Those were those are tertiary. Oh no, that's right. Because there's no, second, tertiary the bonus are, second. Yeah, like, there's bonus tertiary second. Tertiary are cleave and stuff like that. But okay. readiness, amplify, and multi strike might be like secondary stats. So it's going to be interesting to see. Oh wow! If, yeah. If we build somehow like if monks are going to need like you know cooldown reduction just to get lower rising sun kick and face to fury stuff, if they buff those abilities or face to fury at least. Yeah, that's going to be very interesting. Yeah, I didn't even think about that because I know, and that's did they just? I think they were just talking about it recently because I remember someone. We're based on cooldowns more than yeah. some other classes are, like rogues. Like they have their yeah. big cooldowns, but everything else is going to be about their combo points. So cooldown reduction is not going to affect it that much. But for us, cooldown reduction might be a big effect. But and then also amplification yeah, too. We don't even know how that's going to play with the new numbers. I mean. It may exactly. be that every class has to have amplification, or amplification really only benefits, say, warriors, or may only affect priests, or I mean, healers, you know, or tanks or something. And you know, we don't, you know, it's so early right now, it's kind of one of those things like, well, okay, what's going to happen with all the stats and everything? And then going into that, did me, but asking back to our last question with how haste may play a part in how we actually gear since there, since there is no reforging anymore, uh, did you notice that the bar, did the bar, like, if you change a, a, an item piece, did you notice haste? having effect to energy gain or did it was it just static from what you noticed on the on the beta just wait uh i didn't try anything on the beta much on oh, the you, you able to get on i mean the, i just logged I, in i checked the talents because I did, we didn't have time to see any panels or something oh, so okay. i just wanted the talents so we logged in and checked all the classes in the time frame we had to check all the talents and look at the overpowered ones and stuff like that <laughs> yeah so okay yeah i mean but then that might be a decision that they may have not made yet but they may do that but based on you know, tweets, especially from their, you know, like a Celestial on who's kind of taking over for the, you know, recently departed Ghost Crawler, as far as like the PVE side of aspects, where it's like, you know, more of the number crunching. It seems like, well, we're not really taking over. He's or, was always there, but, you know, is, is more of a prevalent public role right now. Um, it seems like that they want to really balance everything out to where it's going to be more about how you can perform at your class rather than, you know, making that breakpoint. And if you just don't can't make a breakpoint, you're down like 50. KDPS like as in current numbers. So um, now rigorous going with that. What are your thoughts on like the old secondary stat issue? Like right now, do you think it's going to play any, um, any part of it? Like in as far as like gearing options as well. I mean, we kind of kind of touched, you know, swapping yeah. uh, rules or anything like that with the gear. Uh, how do you th- see that playing out? I don't know. I mean, like to be honest, there's like so many changes that they're proposing. I just like, um, it's. I don't want to get like overwhelm myself with thinking of it because I already know that this stuff's probably going to change like 15 times over before the time that it, you know, actually becomes relevant. So I don't know, I guess I'm more one of the type of people that's just going to like give it a little bit more time to develop before, you know, starting to, you know, try and figure out exactly what, you know, I mean, but it, it, it's fun to speculate. Um, I would, you know, just off the top of my head, I would assume that the multi-strike ability would be really heavy for tanks, but who knows if engine's going to be nearly as, you know, good as it is now on the new X-Pack yeah. and how it's going to, you know, scale with the item squish and things like that. So, I mean, there's just like so many variables that come into play and it's just pure speculation on like how any of them are going to end up affecting. Like right now, a tank, a, a, a monk tank wants to avoid haste. All, like I don't even want, I don't even care if I have haste on my gear. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like whatever. I just, you know, crit and master. That's all, or like, you know, hit an expertise cap and then after that, I want as much crit as possible, or if the fight's like uh, Paragons on progression, I just I wanted as much mastery as possible. So, I mean, it's just like, there's no real in-between gray area. It's just kind of like, you know, all in one way or the other. So, I'm not sure yeah. how that's going to end up playing out. But, I mean, I, mean I, 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 I hope that all this does go through and, you know, that you do have all of these options because it's, 
to me, it, it, it makes things more interesting whenever you have like all these more, it's like a, it, it, you go from having a puzzle with 10 pieces to having a puzzle with 30 pieces, you know what I mean? As far as like how to model your character and how to, you know, choose your own like, uh, you know, disparities between other players and things like that. I mean, stuff like that, it's, it's good for the game in my opinion, uh, but uh, yeah, we'll just have to see how it plays out. And we, and we can't even cut the pieces anymore. We actually have to yeah. fit. Them. Yeah, they have to fit perfectly. <laughs> no more, no more reforging. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's, a, yeah, that's one of the weird weird things. I'm still not wrapped, you know, because I do it almost every day. It's like still like you know, no more reforging soon is going to be kind of interesting just to see how that plays out, especially with you know new items being able to just literally throw it on, throw maybe an enchant on it if it's enchantable, or throw a gem and if it is if it has a gem slot. I mean, it's going to be one of those things where it's it's going to completely change, and then also. Some people are starting to ask around if that they may have like the amplification or the the multi strike gems available, which would be even crazier too to be able to do that. Like maybe if you don't have a, you know, piece with that in it, you can add that in and then still you know be, basically you know still have that bis set you want to go for. But like you said, Ringrose is really early, but it's you know definitely fun to see what they're doing and and then we'll kind of now jump into the the next major topic which is obviously mythic rating which is why i really wanted to get you guys all here together with the you know the, the top guilds out there uh what are your thoughts and i'll start with uh, you rignros because i uh i know you have some good opinions on it um what are your thoughts on mythic in general just the change from no more 10 man 25 to 20 one raid for the final the hardest tier or the hardest difficulty in uh, the warlords of draenor um, I mean, like right off the bat, it's like I said earlier, it's probably the, my favorite change that the game has had since, I guess, probably adding 25 man from 40 man, you know, and, and I think that the reason that it's, you know, such a good change is you're taking the entire hardcore rating community and giving them one universal format. There's no more of this. And from my understanding, it's going to be the same rules for the Asian servers as well on the mythic scene. So like there's no more, you know, world East or world West second and things like that. And there's for the love of God, finally, we don't have to deal with the 10 versus 25 man debate. And, you know, without even saying what my opinion of each of them are, I think that it would just better to only have one, regardless of whichever one was harder or easier. Now there is no debate. Everybody's going to be on the same level playing field. On top of that, you're having, you know, a lot of, you know, known guild, like, you know, you got Paragon, you know, making a comeback and things like that. So, um, I think it's really good for the raid scene, you know, now we don't have to, you know, sit around and hear people talk about how, you know, much Paragon would be dominating the competition. Now they can get back in there and actually show people where they stand now. So, I mean, it's just, I'm excited. I mean, good, more competition is always a good thing. I mean, we've had what a couple of X packs now people kind of dwindling out and, yeah. Uh, you know, so, I mean, it's going to be good. It'll rekindle some guilds. Hopefully they're able to stick to it and they're not just, you know, riding the coattails of their BlizzCon boners and, you know, excited about playing the, playing the X-Pack. And then once it comes time to, you know, have, you know, go time, you know, I want to make sure that, or I hope at least that all these guilds are, you know, committed and, you know, we have a nice fun race on the first tier coming up. Yeah. Especially with the, uh, you know, going to one format too, which I'm not, uh, you know, sure what everybody else thinks, but the, uh, having the ability to recruit from one pool now instead of two pools. Oh, that's going to be huge for sure. To coax a 10 man player that you say, man, this guy's really good. Or, you know, he's like maybe thinking about, you know, you say, Hey, you want to like, it's not like saying, Oh, step up to the big boys, which is some people might say like now with the 10 player. And they say, well, you know, I'm higher ranked than you are in 10 and then like, you're something like that. You know, now it's like, if you want to raid mythic, you have to do this one area 
And then what we everyone else just get your thoughts really quick on uh, the whole like a lot of outcry from Ten Men's uh, as a result of being able to either having to over recruit you know recruit basically another raid or you know maybe merge or anything like that. Is that what would you say be like if you yeah, give someone advice? What would you say? I don't. I mean, ultimately, it's just like it's. It does. I mean, I, I don't think anybody's uh, you know confused as far as like who it hits harder. I mean, it definitely hits the ten man's harder, but it's like one of those things just for the greater good. I mean, yeah, it's going to suck right now, but it's like pulling off a band aid. You know what I mean? It's just do it now and just get it over with, and you know, it's it, it'll, it'll it's better in the long run type thing. But uh, yeah. I mean, not just not just all that. I meant to also cover on this. I know Just Wade's going to talk about it, but. Uh, the balancing, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, yeah. you know, we've talked about that just from a balancing standpoint. I think they're going to be able to produce more polished encounters. Uh, you know, they only, like now, I mean, from a PTR perspective, you don't have to do 10-man normal, 10-man heroic, 25-man normal, 25-man heroic. Now they just get the normals <laughs> yeah. out of the way and then they just, bam, they focus on the heroic and it's one format. You know, it's just, it's a lot less PTR testing for them, which means a lot more time with the encounters, which means a lot more of a polished product. So uh, I think that's definitely going to be a, a huge impact on the progression races and things like that. You're not going to have fights like Paragons where it's, I mean, you know, like uh, they were, I think, what, you guys were there a day before we were, right? Just wait. And you guys pretty much like lost a day because it was so overtuned right off the bat and then it was yeah, pretty yeah. much like even ground yeah so stuff like that on the first hopefully three we got into that game. yeah so i mean just stuff like that'll be a non-issue well i mean i'm sure there's still gonna obviously be issues similar but hopefully just not to that extent is what i'm getting at yeah that's a good point then just way i guess to go to you since uh has uh kind of dragged you in here so uh mm-hmm. is it kind of that thing you're thinking of as well where it's the uh um whole idea of the you know the, the not just the you know everybody being on the same playing field but being able to have the counters more tuned and basically you well, know the, the tuning mechanics yeah it's it's the whole designing of the encounters i mean they can just think about mythical rating start with that and it's 20 men and afterwards like it can be an afterthought of how are we going to make this flexible for 25 from 10 to 25 people and then the tuning for the other ones can be done I mean, if they think about, they can focus more on mythical rating for sure, and that's the, you know that's the best part about it. Like have people assigned just to focus on mythic rating. Say, well, here's the encounters. They have like the same bosses that do similar abilities, but then once that gets out of the room, they go all the normal, you know, raid finder, normal and heroic team goes in one area, and the mythic team goes in another, and they basically design based off of that. Like you're either enhancing abilities or making them more difficult, and then you know making it to where. You know, we have these doorstop bosses because I know, you know, Rignoros and then also just wait, you know, we kind of talked about that where, uh, you know, boom, we had you on the last time is the when you got to like the last the final four, that's when like you first hit a wall or even Malkarok was like that first boss that seemed difficult. And then now it's, you know, hopefully they'll make it to where all the bosses will have like a nice difficult, you know, you have to you know really focus everything and details and all that kind of stuff will make it to where the bosses will be even more difficult. May not maybe more difficult than now, but you know, difficult to where people who want to you know experience the most difficult content in the game can actually go. Yeah, and you're not gonna notice people complaining about the difference between like yeah, ten minutes easier. I mean, mm-hmm. or twenty-five yeah. is easier. You know, it's it's just gonna be like yeah, this is the difficulty. Deal with it. If it's <laughs> overtuned, sunglasses if it's over-tuned, down. <laughs> if it's harder on one difficulty, I mean, it's just gonna be this this one bus. It's gonna be hard on this difficulty. So it's not going to be like balance issues between the difficulties either. 
Mm-hmm, definitely. And then, Pattison, what are your thoughts on the uh, the mythic raid size uh, for your guild, and also for uh, you know just what you think for the game in general with it? I think it's a change that had to be made. Yeah, it sucks for ten months. Like I do feel for them, but at the end of the day, I think we're all gonna have a better experience because of it. I think you know, first tier they'll all be you know saying, "Oh, I wish we're back in ten months," and then they'll they'll wake up again, and then they'll be thinking, "Oh, this is a great change." So I think that's that's what they'll realize. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been pretty rough for us already. I mean, we've had to cut the roster, so I'm sure other guilds are having to do the same already. It's uh, it's pretty rough and it's not a very nice thing to do, but I'm sure you know every guild had to do it so far. Yeah, and then and then kind of going into that just a little bit because I, I remember Rignos the when they first announced it, you were like you know really thrilled about the announcement of Mythic being announced, and then the well, I think one tweet you said I already have my five lined up in my head, <laughs> yeah. which, I, which I was just I mean that made me I almost like flew out of my chair laughing on that one because it's just like I mean it, to me that was just like this just comedy you know uh, because it's that's like the first thing that you know people in my guild thought of and like i know a lot of people were kind of concerned they're like oh no i'm gonna get cut or something like that and it's like you know uh now going into that like making choices on that obviously it's gonna happen you know who are you gonna put in that fit in that top 20 of your guild um, but as far as like recruitment goes now are you thinking like okay we have so and so on the roster or anything like that do we need to go out and you know pick up a class or maybe you know things like that like is that gonna be is that gonna be more so when you get into the beta uh, when you decide make those decisions on what classes you want to go with or what kind of members you want to go with or is it still going to be just like how it is now where you see a quality player you want to go after yeah, for sure that's exactly what it is I mean it's just I think if anything it's just bumping it up a notch I mean like it, 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 it it's going to require you know you trim it down to a lower number of people I mean it's just it's it's kind of like how 10 man every person in a 10 man was more of a percentage of the raid than they were in 25 man. The difficulties were just, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, it was apples and oranges. I'm just saying that, you know, by having fewer people, the quality of each player has to be, you know, you can you, you have less of a room for a weak link, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's just, you know, it, I don't think it's really going to change our recruiting much at all. We're still going to be looking for exceptional players. Now, granted, I don't, you know, the U S doesn't quite have the recruitment pool that, uh, Either one of those guys does over there in the EU. I mean, you go look at the front page of Wild Progress, and there's like three U.S. guilds in the top, like, mm-hmm. you know, top ten. I top think. Yeah, top anything. Like, ten men and twenty-five. Yeah. yeah. I know, right, man? It's it's it's. Uh, I mean, just to put it in perspective, how short the ten men raid team is for the U.S. Uh, during the week of BlizzCon, the people that stayed back and didn't go did a ten man um, NBL, and we actually got the U.S. third ten man kill of Garage, like. I mean, it just it yeah. blew my mind. You know what I mean? It's just like, I, I just, the U.S. rate scene, we need to see more U.S. skills stepping up and, you know, competing because right now it's literally uh, only two in the top 10, I think. And, or and something that, like that. Yeah, and is that just a result of, do you think guilds maybe cannibalizing them, each other kind of a thing where, like, now with all this, the 10 man pool, basically anybody in the, you know, top say 50 for 10 man rating that want to continue with mythic are now going to be looking for a new guild and you may be able to find that like diamond in the rough that guy that's like maybe never experienced like an edge progression guild you know first week clear everything and, and push push to the max but is, is that what you're kind of hoping for that this is going to unlock for especially for us and in, in general yeah i mean i obviously hope so but i think realistically it's not it's it's i just think the u.s just doesn't have the same amount of like talent that the eu does overall so i mean it's just i don't 
think that this is going to make that talent pool go up. I think if anything, maybe it'll spark some more interest, and then that in turn will make the you know talent go up. Because I mean, there's there's people that are obviously talented enough; they just aren't playing. So maybe it'll make some people start, and then you know those will be some people will be able to pick up. But uh, I mean. You know, one or two impact raiders, uh, you know, being able to pick those up during farm, I mean, that's as much as any guild could really want for, or ask for, rather. So hopefully we're able to, you know, find a couple between now and and then. That's usually a pretty solid goal is picking up, you know, two quality players between tiers. And then just wait, what about you guys uh, over the pond, I guess I could could say, uh, uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, Method, what are you guys uh, doing as far as, uh, it's kind of the same thing, you know, just picking up pieces that maybe would uh, would add to you or are you just going to kind of keep what your roster is now and, and just hope that you know not really well, like kick people out i guess not like kick people out but obviously you're going to condense to 20 people so you want the top 20 well, yeah we're not gonna we're yeah. not kicking anyone but there's going to be the bench is going to be really pretty big let's put it that way like some people are going to be not rating they're not going to be happy but that's just how the, the way it thinks but and considering recruitment like usually we tend to take some people that we might not be sure of that would fit in but mm-hmm. as soon as we knew about the announcement we were like yeah we're only going to recruit people that we know that's going to be fitting in because we ha- we already have a big, too big of a roster for what we want. So the recruitment is less than what it used to be. That's for, for sure. We don't want to take in people that might not make it because yeah. it's just going to waste our time and their time. So basically, it makes it so that like I mean, and that's one thing. Like we're we're all 25 men here, and so it's easier for us to kind of you know say, well, we have a roster of 28 right now. It's like, well, that's eight. That's an eight player bench. That's big. That's like yeah, you know, that's I know. a big bench like right now. We have now, like so. thirty people, and yeah. we were like, before it was five people on the bench, and now it's like ten people. Like Jesus, mm-hmm. the bench and is then, getting really big. Yeah, and then and then it's like then that right there, you can kind of you know min max the I think encounters maybe even more as a result. I mean, even though you know already doing that now with you know you know alt swaps or anything like that, but now you can bring in a main that's knows you know plays that class a hundred percent, knows you know, up and down every nook and cranny of the class to be able to maximize their output and everything and be able to utilize that person to the, you know, the benefit of the raid and the guild in general. Is that what you're kind of seeing as well from the kind of, uh, at least from a 25-man perspective, Pattison? Are you kind of thinking of the, that that's how it's going to kind of play out for your guild? Sorry, say that one again? Uh, have it to where, like, instead of bringing alt, going with alts, you can have, like, your bench basically be that main guy that knows everything more about the class than, say, someone might with their alt, you know, just being a main, uh, you know, um, their main uh, character. I mean, for us, really, we try and keep a small bench. Um, like, we're, I don't want to say that you guys don't care, but we, I, I like to think that we care about our raiders and we try to keep a small <laughs> bench as possible. Um... And yeah, try and make sure that if we know people aren't gonna raid, then we don't we don't keep them around. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, in terms of alts, like you just don't use alts really. I mean, there's so few times when you use alts because gear just gear is all that matters. So that's yeah. sort of the thing at the moment. He's- like, yeah, you might have this class where it's um, you know really good here, but they don't have the gear, so they don't actually do more DPS than someone who's you know. They can't abuse like I mean the only fight is something like World of the Emperor Wade in the Matering. That's literally like the only thing you could think about. Um sort of cheese and things like that. Or like if you stack right. hunters hunters for the belts, like I think is one of the ones most guilds are doing for oh, no, we did it we did yep. it legit. We we didn't cheat it like every other <laughs> You did think two groups was, in the uh, belts, yeah. We followed after method. Um yeah. We didn't want to cheese it like the Americans. <laughs> hey man. Clever use of game mechanics. Nah, cheating. cheating. <laughs> That's what I heard. 
So we, then we I like, guess, we uh, li- go ahead. I was gonna say we like we like to think we're better because we don't cheese things. <laughs> well, I yeah, like I like uh, I like everything with cheese. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there's a, there's definitely a, there's definitely a line between the cheesing and the 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 cheating in my opinion. I mean, like something like spell stealing a buff on Gershaw trash and using it on the boss. So that's more along the lines of cheating and you know using a talent to bypass you know the debuff that's a little different i don't know it just depends on who you're talking to i guess perspective so i don't know but the uh, uh, bug you guys found out on the uh when you were doing thock with the right that would have been pretty clear i mean yeah we reported that as soon as we saw that you could get the mob all the way in there but uh yeah i mean that would though like seeing the result of thought giant (laughs) even a bigger uh, dinosaur like just destroy the raid (laughs) actually couldn't believe you guys tried that because why the fuck would you try that when you can just well, we didn't really. I mean, we were just like somebody was saying it, and then, like I told you, we went. We didn't go to Thok. Like we went to Thok. We did like a couple pulls, hey, and then I was like, crafter. "Let's go to Siege Crafter." Yeah, and then when we uh, we were just talking about, we were like, you know, somebody we were killing Siege Crafter trash, and then somebody just brought it up, like, "Hey, I wonder if you could kite this to Thok," because we've already been burned by somebody spell stealing trash buffs, or you know, uh-huh. with the whole. Uh, you know, garage all stuff. So yeah. we didn't want to, you know, have that happen all over again. So we were just it, like, let's figure it out. Yeah. Get ready. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But, um, yeah, just to kind of comment on what he said, I don't know. I have a different opinion on that. Like he was saying that, you know, you would bring in another man. I don't know. I did. We put a really high value on alts. I don't know. I guess, uh, it's, I know a lot of guilds do, but I mean, we, we brought in alts on several fights this tier as well. I mean, we try to keep our alts like, Pretty up to speed on gear and VP upgrades. I mean, you basically treat it like a second main. So, I mean, like, uh, I would probably bring in someone on an alt that knew the fight before I brought in, you know, someone on a main who had never seen it type thing. Yeah, and, and I noticed that too, like, with a lot of these pulls, I mean, you know, garage pulls, you know, paragons, you're putting in like 200 plus pulls on these fights that that experience is, you know, invaluable. I mean, you can't really put yeah. a marker on that. That's just you're exactly right. Knowing you can't the fight, bring somebody like, yeah, in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, knowing, like, I'll have to, I can be this close to a sonic pulse or i can i have to run out for you know this ability or you know this is my marker for you know to the, to know what kind of you know catalyst i have or something like that on a paragons for instance um you know th- just people knowing that fight you could definitely tell like you know bringing in someone new for training or anything like that and they just you know die to the stuff that no one else is dying to which is uh one of the things going with it and then so I guess that since we don't really have any information yet on the encounters, we just know like the instances that they're going for as far as the, uh, you know, the raid is concerned. So, uh, the, you know, the, the first two, it looks like it's going to be released. I know we kind of mentioned it where they're going to be staggered. Um, going to be very interesting to see those coming out. Now, I guess this is going to be like one of the final questions, and then it's going to be it's basically it's a, a yes no or, or to be decided. So just you know go through each one of you guys and just uh, because, you know, myself included, um, is it to be decided? on this question um, just because of you know seeing how it plays on the on the beta and I know some people are, are strong to stay or strong to not to stay so are you going to be playing a monk in Warlords of Draenor so I'll go start with you Rignoros is it going to be yes no or to be decided oh mine's definitely to be decided I think it's uh, you know too early to tell I'm going to play whatever is the strongest tank class uh, during the first tier for sure and then Pattison yourself yeah I'll be playing one more no matter what and then uh, just wait. What about you? Yeah, I'll be. Uh, I'll be sticking with the monk, either brewmaster or windwalker. We'll have to see how things turn out. I would really like to see a just heal 
or just just, just, just wait Hill. and heal or something like that. <laughs> that means that, that means I actually have to check out Mistweaver how that works. I never did that, so <laughs> you just I I'll tell you how to do it because I I did it on like I'm a hundred percent on uh, uh, Paragon's oh, skills. I just smashed my head on the win, keyboard. Right? No, I just oh, smashed yeah. my head on the keyboard and and then people get healed. <laughs> I, you know, just kind of. <laughs> then you just DPS and then it heals. That's well, yeah, I mean, or that too. I mean, I, actually, <laughs> I just I, rushing I, Jade win. Yeah, I, I did. I did rushing Jade win, and you know, I was fist weaving all the way um, and doing terrible on healing <laughs> with that. So, so you know, it, so, it's just so basically, I could just pretend I'm Windwalker and Mace Weaver's pack, yeah, and heal. Yeah, you have less buttons yeah. to press as well. Less uh, buttons. Oh, that's gonna yeah. be easy. Let's yeah. hope they make that spec the, the best one. <laughs> so, so I guess I, yeah. That's I mean I'm with you, Rigneros. I mean depending on you know how the how how my guild is going to kind of playing out. We have some retire tiring people at the end of this expansion. So you know how that kind of plays out with my my spec. You know I may end up going Brewmaster as far as I know. You know going to you know that the the Brewmaster or you know Prod or anything Warrior Pally or anything like that. Like I'm in your same boat as you. It's going to be yeah. trying to play the say the best class. I hope Monk is going to be there. Based on the talents, though, and based on what kind of things I'm hearing from people that are experiencing it, it looks like monks are going to be pretty strong in in, uh, in warlords. I just hope that I hope that we get some kind of a uh, you know boost for the raid, something that's better than or even a Zen med fix, something that makes it a little better for for the monks. Just so need thanks. That smoke bomb, really? Yeah. There was a smoke bomb and uh, secured. Mm -hmm. Just uh, just add the offensive utility to a totem. Done deal. Yeah. Hopefully they're listening, yeah. And then they can delete rogues and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I always say that. I say just delete <laughs> rogues and we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I Meanwhile, the ferals are being really strong right now, but that's kind of around the rune trinket, which like, is what we benefited from. They fix it for fix it for us, but they'll fix it for them. It's okay. Like a statue of Shuen, <laughs> but make it after you do X amount of damage. Just give it give someone random in the raid the five percent damage buff. DPS specs well, just like a rogue, but. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like like giving no tricks. tricks. Yeah. yeah. Except I hope they remove that as well. I need to remove tricks. So. Yeah, there's yeah, so mean, many things. Yeah, I mean, it seems like for Windwalker, at least right now, what they're doing is they're they're really looking into Fist of Fury because they realize that you can get a high, possibly a higher damage component from a higher haste build and ignoring Fist of Fury than trying to fill that in with the rotation. Obviously, you know, Trinkets Brew with this current patch ends up getting you a higher DPS gain, but making it to where, like, Fist of Fury is off cooldown, I have to use it even if it's only a tick or two. It seems like they're kind of playing with that, maybe that idea. That's why I've been kind of trying to trying to push where make it so powerful that, you know, you can you have to use it. And if, even if it's yeah, a they, fight where you have to move, it's okay. They could always add like, no, they, they will, because they want us to use it. But, I mean, they could make it, like, use the, the cards. Well, like, not, I don't, I don't see this like. whole don't use Fist of Fury. I mean, everyone... 12 to 30. I know you use it, but the thing is, it has a cooldown, and you don't use it on cooldown. So, yeah, yeah but that's where the problem lies. Use it rather than just go, oh, it's off cooldown, we'll get press it now. It's actually, you know, you have to really think about when to use it. It's such a hard ability to use. It actually adds. Well, then it might as well not have a cooldown, you know. And what's the point of a cooldown if you can't use it off cooldown? Uh, I don't know. It's that's, that's fast, it's fast stuff. I mean, this is like the main debate about the ability. Like, it's. Everybody knows it's a it's a, a a good damage ability. It's the, like the best was it cheap uh, damage per chi you can actually do as a windwalker. It's just that the result of how the ability is structured doesn't make it the one where it's off cooldown. You use it regardless of whatever's happening. Like even if you only can get a couple channels off. Like I think it was 
it seems like there was a couple abilities in the past that were like that for other classes where even if you only had a couple channels off, you still used it because of how much damage it did. It was a bonus regardless of how long you could use it. But It'd be nice if we could do it while moving as well. I think, it was that, just, I think that to me, major glyph. I, just make yeah, a major glyph. glyph. Which removes the stun and you can yeah. do it while moving. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean I, that's kind of been toted around. Everybody's been saying that for a long time. And maybe they just didn't want to do it because of PvP ramifications right now. But it seems like how Warlord Regenerator is being built out, they can easily tweak classes more now than they used to in PvP scenarios. And so that's I think that's what they're kind of... They're able to like scale based on where they're in a zone rather than what they were previously where they it was just like one size fits all for the, for the classes. So I guess then that's going to kind of wrap us up here for the show. Thanks, guys, for uh, joining us. If you want to follow uh, Rignoros, you can go ahead and hit him up on Twitter, at Rignoros. Or on Rignos.com for uh, you have your streaming up there, I believe. Is that correct, Rignos? Yeah, it's got all my social links. All your and social stuff there, like that, but yeah. Um, and then you can also uh, follow, uh, try to get a vote for Blood Legion on Team Razor. So Razor's uh, Razorzone.com/slash/TeamRazor, vote for the best team, uh, Blood Legion on there. And then we'll also go into his competitor, another world, a race for best team, another race for world first between. Uh, yeah, Not <laughs> yeah. Uh, just wait. Thanks again for joining. You can go ahead and follow Just Wait on Twitter at Just W8, and then also again RazorZone.com, Team Razor. They're both up there. And then uh, again, thanks Patterson for uh, joining us. And you can follow him on Twitter at ASCPATT, and then also on Twitch at Patterson, which is PATT1S0N. This will all be in the show notes if you want to go there. And maybe hopefully someday it'll also be and vote for him on Team Razor. So we, <laughs> so we <laughs> can like, have for... like, everybody on Team Razor and vote for everybody. But uh, yeah, hope you yeah, have vote for your ba- favorite monk, uh, favorite uh, guild. And again, thanks you guys for joining this week. It was really awesome. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. As always, it's fun stuff. It's yeah, always just... great to talk. And what a great episode. And, uh, you know, thanks, Rigmarose, Just Wait, and Patterson for all ba- uh, making it out. Uh, really fun to talk to uh, three of the top-tiered monks uh, in the uh, world, actually, uh, with, uh, you know, obviously uh, Just Wait and uh, Rigmarose and both Method and Blood Legion, respectively. Uh, and also Patterson as well for his first time joining us. And he will definitely be back when we talk Windwalker. Um, always nice to have a, another, uh, you know, fresh, uh, fresh mind, especially with his uh, great DPS he's pulling currently. And uh, if you want to contact the show, you can go and reach us at show at monkcraftpodcast.com, um, on Twitter at monkpodcast, and then also www.monkcraftpodcast.com for our web URL. Um, and uh, thanks again. And uh, we are also on Stitcher. And the URL for Stitcher is uh, stitcher.com slash podcast slash monkcraft hyphen podcast. Again, that is stitcher.com slash podcast slash monkcraft hyphen podcast. Uh, you can go and hit us up there um, and uh, listen along on your uh, Android device. Uh, pretty awesome there. And uh, thanks again for listening. And we hope to have you back each and every week here on Minecraft Podcast. Take care.